Developing the Leader Within is a podcast that focuses on leadership, management, and career development. We nosedive into the areas that are holding you back from your full potential. Let us begin. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Developing the Leader Within podcast. I'm Enrique, your host, and I have Jesse Woody with me, uh, my brother from the Navy. But look, I am so blessed to have you today with me, uh, Jesse. Uh, in chit-chatting before the show, I told you how much I appreciate uh, what you did. Uh, for those that don't know Jesse, you're behind the curve. Let me just say that. <laughs> so, but I just want to welcome you and give you a couple of minutes to just tell me a little bit about you, what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. So uh, for me, I am currently doing a lot of stuff. <laughs> I've been getting more and more busy over the last few years, but um, I am in the Navy. Uh, prior to uh, becoming an officer in the Navy, I had went to the Naval Academy, uh, played uh, college football there for four years, ran track there for four years, uh, graduated in 2010, and uh, became an officer. Uh, I've been in for the last 11 years now, but uh, I was only active duty for seven years. I've been in the reserves the last four years. The reason why I've been in the reserves the last four years is because about five years into me being active duty, um, I had decided that while still serving, I wanted to go after another passion of mine, another goal of mine, and that was professional racing. I had always liked cars. I had always liked racing throughout my whole life. Um, I don't come from a racing family, though. <clears throat> Both of my parents are Nigerian. They're, they're immigrants from Nigeria. They came over to the U.S. in the 80s, uh, settled in Dallas, Texas. You know, racing, at least for us, wasn't a big thing back then. It was just football because we're from Dallas, Texas. But in 2015, I had made this crazy decision that I wanted to become a professional race car driver. So um, through being like ridiculously resourceful, through a lot of grind, just trying to figure out how do I make this happen? How do I find the funding? How do I find a team? How do I get training? How do I get practice? How do I, how do, I do all this stuff? I just had to keep on just doing my research, meeting people, networking, doing all this stuff. And eventually, you know, started out racing, you know, late model stock cars, which is kind of like the lowest level of NASCAR um, in 2015, and then started working my way up the NASCAR ladder. And eventually, uh, you know, fast forward a few years later, now I'm racing at the national level uh, in NASCAR. So it's been, a, it's been a huge blessing over the last, you know, five, six years now. Uh, I've been working my way up the ranks. I'm just a couple steps away from uh, being at the at the at the top level of NASCAR, which is a NASCAR Cup Series. But uh, you know, just steadily grinding, steadily doing what I have to do to keep making things happen. Um, it's pulled the entrepreneurial spirit out of me. Also, I also now have a few businesses that I own, and I got into just business stuff because I got into NASCAR. I had to find a way to make extra money so I could support this NASCAR goal. Um, and and by having my own business was one of those ways. So yeah, I continue to serve, uh, continue to run my businesses and continue to race in NASCAR. And uh, it keeps me very, very busy, but um, you know, it's been a pretty fun journey. Well, I tell you, we've been uh, following your journey and I say we, this is not just me. There's many people following your journey. So proud of what you've done from service. You know, I mentioned I'm wearing my CPO mess shirt on, uh -huh. you know, so I'm uh, obviously a huge supporter of your Naval career. You've done well there. Uh, I love how you've transitioned into three different facets to support your passion. And a lot of people miss that step. They just want to go for their passion, but don't invest from their part to make sure that that fuel, that fire keeps going to mm -hmm. ignite that, uh, that passion 
and pro provide a future for it. So good on you for that. Uh, we're so proud of you uh, for what you're doing. Now, you mentioned the entrepreneurial piece, uh, the e-racing association. Uh, it's it's a, a thing that my son, <laughs> he just loves, right? Uh, but uh, tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, so um, you see the shirt I have on, ERA. So e-racing e association is actually one of the newest uh, the companies that I've, I've founded. Um, it's only about now about seven months old or so, but um, e-racing association is where we put on sim racing events. So, you know, one thing I noticed when I first got to NASCAR was, was there, there was this uh, barrier of entry. And when I say barrier of entry, it was like this monetary barrier, barrier of entry, uh, you know, get it, getting a, a race car as a kid and, or a go-kart or something and trying to learn how to race and go to tracks, that's expensive. And if you don't come from, you know, a background that, you know, has a lot of money, then it makes it really hard to do that. You know, that's why I started off in football and track and all that stuff. It wasn't expensive to get into that. Your school provided everything. You know, all my parents had to do was just pick me up from practice at the end of the day and drop me off at school, you know, at the beginning of the day. That's it. Um, it, it didn't cost them a lot of money or anything, whereas racing, it, it costs money. So uh, what we did, we, st we started e-racing association so that kids, you know, and even older folks, you know, we had people in the league who were 60 plus years old. Um, people can have a simulator rig at home and, you know, just a steering wheel, pedals, shifter, you know, you can get them for, you know, fairly reasonably priced. But, um, you know, we, we created this association so people could race against each other at home um, on iRacing. And, and it's a very realistic environment on iRacing. The cars feel real. They sound real. They drive like the real life cars but in a video game setting, quote unquote, um, it's a simulation. So while competing against each other, you can actually win cash prizes and all that stuff. So imagine being able to sit at home, compete against a lot of people around the world. And if you win the event, you know, walk home or not walk home, you're already home <laughs> with $4,000 in your pocket from your, your house. So uh, we thought it was a really cool opportunity. We've been growing the events. We've had three so far. We've given away over $20,000 so far. Um, we've had, you know, hundreds of thousands of people uh, view the events. They've gone really well. So um, definitely growing that. I also have a real estate investing company where we're slowly starting to re uh, invest in different real estate properties and grow that. Um, I have a trucking business where we, you know, haul uh, 53 foot dry vans with semi with, uh, semi trucks, you know, all around the country, uh, mainly West Coast, but we have some stuff going on on the East Coast too. And then I have an events company where I put on drag racing events at um, drag strips in Southern California and um, Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah, busy indeed. But I, I love your your method, your your mindset around providing an avenue for folks that can't get immediately into racing, but get the exposure and another thing, which is a way to pad their journey uh, throughout, right? Because if you're great on the eye, you know, the eye racing type, uh, you can actually earn to actually get on the field and, and do what you say that you want to do. So, wow, that's, uh, that's wonderful. And a lot, and it should be encouraging to a lot of young folks that are, you know, cause I think about when I was a kid, I was playing video games. My mom would say, that's not going to pay the bills, right? <laughs> but <laughs> things but have changed. nowadays oh, yeah. it does <laughs> how things, right? how things have changed. And there's still some parents that are of that mentality, but if you really look at it, you know, uh, from the parent standpoint, we should be encouraging these kids 
to do what the, their passion is, right? Not everybody's going to run to college. Not everybody's going to run to this, that, and the other. But if they already have a heart after, let's say for this, in this case, racing, uh, a way of getting them to their journey is number one, encouraging mm-hmm. them at home. And number two is allowing them to safely participate in events like yours with the ERA and actually get them to their goals. So, so that's a great, great way of approaching that gap that you mentioned earlier. So leadership obviously has had uh, its way with you uh, as you grew up both in, you know, in your home and then through your naval journey. So how has leadership through those two methods or those two uh, communities uh, helped you get to where you are today? Yeah, leadership uh, is definitely a big part of everything I do, um, you know, because, you know, just being in the Navy, um, you know, in the business world, all that stuff, you're always having to lead people and try to get them from point A to point B. The biggest thing about leadership is <clears throat> it's not coming in with your own like crazy philosophy on, hey, I'm going to do this, do this, do this. It's more about understanding your people. At the end of the day, like you, you are leading people because you need to get this group of people to once again, move from point A to point B to accomplish something. And without them, you know, if you could do it on your own, then there's no point in leadership and you just go do everything on your own. You just lead yourself and that's easy. But because we have to lead people, that means we, we got to create, we have to find some way to create some type of system with the people where no matter what, whether you're there or someone's not there or whatever, this system can continue to roll. It shouldn't have any single points of failure. And, and leadership is about understanding your people, understanding what makes them tick, what makes them move forward, and then also understanding how to create a system so that not one single person is a detriment, you know, is detrimental to entire, you know, organization. Like you can have, you know, different ways of having redundancies and, and, and stuff like that to keep the, the system moving. Just like, you know, the Navy, the Navy is one big system. Just because one person is not there anymore doesn't mean the whole Navy crumbles. If the CNO or, you know, or, or um, the secretary of the Navy or whoever, you know, isn't, isn't available, doesn't mean we're all going down. We have redundancies in place so that we can keep the machine moving. And that's, that's what it's about. It's about creating a machine so it could continue to move no matter what, and also understanding your people so that you know what makes them to continue to want to support the overall mission. And when you put that, those two things together, the system and, and just a true understanding of your people, that's when you have really, truly um, somewhat mastered uh, uh, leadership. Yeah, you're so right about that. And I'm so grateful for redundancy, right? Because there were so many projects that I had when I left out and uh, was able to retire uh, that you just have to pass mm-hmm. on. And, you know, you sit back and you see and you realize, hey, you know, you were there for your mm-hmm. time. Now it's somebody else's time and it's still going, right? The Navy did not crumble because yeah. Senior <laughs> Chief Acosta left. But yeah. uh, so grateful for redundancies and that that structure around leadership that allows us to continue regardless of someone being there or not. Now, there are people watching, there are people listening, they're, they're looking at this young man that had the opportunity to go to the Naval Academy, play football, be a star there, transition, uh, come out, do, run for their passion, go after their passion. Several businesses, right? You look at that resume and you're like, wow, man, I, I wish I could be Jesse. 
But Jesse's road has not always been rosy, right? Uh, There's some people that love to compare their chapter one to somebody else's chapter 20, right? And want to skip the whole book and just get to the end. Mm -hmm. But what can you tell those young people uh, and even older, right? Even older people that are trying to go for their passion, what could you uh, tell them that, you know, been pivotal for you to have kept throughout all these years uh, up up until today? There's a lot of things I could tell them, um, but I would say the to keep it super simple, um, when you, whatever goal you're going after in life, whatever it happens to be, um, you got to remember these few things right here. One, uh, make sure before you even embark on the journey that you have a clear vision, a clear, like natural vision, seeing yourself accomplish whatever you're supposed to accomplish, become whatever you're supposed to become, uh, do whatever you're supposed to do, be where wherever you're supposed to be at, whatever it is, make sure it's a clear, natural vision. Like it just continues to come to you and come to you and come to you. Like it's just in your head. Like this is where you see yourself, where you're supposed to be. As long as you have that vision, then then you know that the deal is already done. It's already done in the future. All you have to do is get there. So that helps make it a little bit easier and more clear. Once you have that vision, um, start doing things on a daily basis to execute, to try to get closer to it, like daily actionable steps, not just, you know, a day or two a week, not just, you know, a week or so here and there, not just, you know, here, like every single day, put energy towards this goal. I know we're all busy, so obviously you can't put, you know, 24 hours in every single day, but you can put some time towards it every single day. You can do little things every day to try to accomplish it. Even if it's just research, you know, I'm going to spend, you know, a few hours, you know, this evening, just doing some research and learning more and more about what I'm supposed to become and how how I'm supposed to get there. Maybe jump on LinkedIn, start um, networking with people who are in the industry you're trying to get to or doing whatever you're trying to do, whatever it is, do research, do whatever you got to do every single day, daily actionable steps. So now that you have the vision, you start doing daily actionable steps. Now this is where the tough part comes. Um, you're going to start seeing roadblocks. Things are going to pop up. You're going to start seeing things you didn't want to see, hearing things you didn't want to hear, but you cannot let that stuff bring you down. Like you're going to start going through a dark tunnel when you're going after some goal that's lofty, that's way past where you've ever been in life. When you're going through this dark tunnel, there is a light at the end of the tunnel, but what happens is throughout the entire way, that tunnel is pitch black. Like you're not even going to see a speck of light. You're not even going to see a glimmer. You're not going to see any shine anywhere. It's going to be pitch black the entire time. This is where people typically quit because they walk into this tunnel and they're like, okay, let me walk a few more feet, a few more feet, maybe walk 10 feet. I'm like, I don't see any light or anything. And then they turn back around and they go the other way because they know there was light there because they were just there. This is where you got to have faith, have faith that that light is there even when you can't see it. And guess what? Even when you're an inch away from the end of the tunnel, it's actually still pitch black until you finally get through. And that's what they call uh, when they see when they say people have an overnight success, it's not an overnight success. They were walking through a dark, dark journey, and then finally, 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 boom, <laughs> they got through it. But that's what happens. So you've had the vision. You're doing your daily actionable steps. You're staying strong enough, long enough through this dark, dark journey. And then while going through it, there are going to be people who reach out to for help. People who see you and are inspired by you going after your goals and dreams. Be sure to help them. You know, lend a hand. You know, and when I say lend a hand, it doesn't mean, you know, give people money and all that stuff. Sometimes people just need advice. They need knowledge. They need a network. They need you to introduce uh, them to someone, whatever it is, do that stuff. Because if you can help people achieve their dreams, you'll achieve yours too. And then when you put all this stuff together and you just don't quit, 
um, you will get to wherever you want to go. Absolutely wonderful. <laughs> Three things to share. Yeah, you're right. We could say so many things, uh, mm -hmm. but those will definitely get you where you need to get. Um, Jesse, I, I'm, I'm just so happy to have you on the show. So happy to hear you. Um, if somebody wanted to get a hold of you, talk to you, you know, uh, get that, uh, you know, that hand up of, of, of some sort, uh, how could they do that? Yeah, if anyone wants to reach out, um, they can head to any of my social media pages. Uh, it's my name on all of them. So Jesse Iwuji, that's uh, J-E-S-S-E-I-W-U-J-I. -S -S um, and if you can't remember how to spell it, just go on Google, type in uh, Navy NASCAR driver. I should be the only one that pops up for a few pages. And uh, you can look up my name there and, and search me on all the social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, LinkedIn, um, all of those. I'm on all of them. And then also, too, uh, you can head to my website, uh, jesseiwuji.com. Um, you can check out what we're doing on there, and there's a lot of great information on there. Um, I'm very reachable. So if anyone has any questions on anything, just goals in life, want to need help reaching them, whatever it is, you know, reach out. Um, I answer all my messages, uh, depending on how many I get in a day. If I get a lot, then I'm a little bit slower. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, reach out if you need any help on anything, and I'm just here to help. And, and look, I'm a testament of, of, of that that you just shared. So uh, folks, if you want to reach uh, Jesse, I'm going to have all that information as part of the video and show notes. So you'll have that for uh, your availability. Uh, Jesse, it's been an honor to have you with me, brother. Uh, I hope that the mess has treated you well. Uh, and it looks like uh, they have. Uh, but um, uh, anything you would like to say, uh, you know, as a as a conclusion here uh, to all those listening uh, that would uh, inspire them to uh, to just go get it. Yeah, um, something to inspire everyone to go after their goals and dreams is um, just understand that your mind is very very powerful, and um, by putting it in a very positive space, it will help you get to whatever you want to go to, whatever that is. So just remember these, remember these words right here. What you think about, you bring about. Remember that, what you think about, you bring about. So just keep that in mind when you're going after whatever you're trying to go after because our minds are powerful and you will attract in your life what continues to stay in your mind. That is so true and so powerful. Thank you for sharing that. Folks, it's been a pleasure for me. I hope that you've gotten something out of this. Uh, if you didn't, hey, comment and I'll, I'll talk to you about it. But uh, Jesse, one, one more time, thank you for being with me, brother, on this show. Wishing you a ton of success. You've had it so far. I wish a continued success to you and your journey. If you would ever need anything from me, brother, you know where to find me. For all those out there, you know how we love to end the show. Success to you. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I'd love to hear suggestions for our future shows or any remarks you may have that will help us improve. Until then, success to you.